And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's our effort from the emergency podcast. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, well, good evening, wherever you are. This is the emergency podcast number six, apparently. Um, change of manager, Matt Tiller, officially gone. We talked about last night where the rumor was the rumor mill was in overdrive last last week, uh, last night, sorry. Um, and the confirmation came today at mid morning. As, as expected, Matt Tiller has been relieved of his duties. Uh, we will talk about the decision itself and what next. And, um, yeah, we'll go from there. Nick is back with us. Nick, how are you doing? Um, it's my Monday night, mate. It's a school night and everything. I, I mean, it's just too much for me, this. I'm getting old now. I can't do two nights on trot. <laughs> I don't know what happens tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean an appointment? Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Uh, Tom's back there. How are you doing, Tom? Yeah, I'm good. Like Mick said, of Monday night, it's, it's uncommon. It's uncool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's not the best of terms to be back on, but you know, always happy to be on. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. We've got loads of comments. We'll get through. Dylan's back. We haven't had you back for too long, Dylan. How you doing, mate? Yeah, nice one. Thanks for having me back. Uh, not a, not the circumstances that I was uh, expecting, but uh, I'm happy to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's done something called research for this episode. Now we don't normally do that kind of thing. <laughs> um, let's go through thoughts, feelings, Mick. Last night you you were always skeptical on these kind of things, Mick. Yeah. And it got confirmed this morning. Uh, you said last night after you finished that you hoped it wasn't true, just to upset some people. Um, get now it's confirmed. Matt Taylor has has gone. Where are you at that? You is it the right time? <clears throat> if I were a bit, yeah, it is. I think it probably is. Um, the, 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 the sentimental part of me feels a little bit sort of disappointed and fed up for, for, for Matt Taylor. I think he's, um, it's just not worked for him, has it? You know, and he's, he's, moved, he's moved up here, he's moved his family up here and everything else. And, and, and within 18 months, he's out of the job. But 
you know, that's the nature of the beast. That's football. So, you know, it, 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 it is what it is in that respect. I, I'm not, I can't, I'm not disappointed. I thought I would be, but I'm not because, just because of the performances and the results and Tony Stewart had has to do something uh, because the, the work that Matt Taylor was doing was not reaping the results that we need um, at the moment. So, yeah, I, I, it's the right decision, I think, for the club. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Tom, where are you sitting on it? I don't know. I think I disagree with the disappointment part. I think I am. Um, <clears throat> I think I think everyone wanted it to work. He was a Ooh. fresh manager with good ideas. Um, but I think we've discussed it. I think he wanted to change the culture before he, wanted, before he could change the performances. Mm. And I think it ultimately worked against him. He wanted to... Um, you know, it was it was it's always tough going against injuries and again in this league especially how good it is and how much you know um how how much how much hard hard it was gonna to be to stay up. But um you know it was um speaking to him at the start of the season and, and coming to now, I think we were all kind of ready for him to take us mid table ish. And I know that's bizarre saying it, but at the time we all did think that. Um mm. So you know it's disappointing, but at the same time, I completely agree. It's right that he's he's had to part ways. Um, I just hope that we've got someone in the um, vicinity to come in because I think we I think we need it quite desperately. Mm. Yeah, could do a quick turn around, Dylan. Where are you sitting? It's obviously, it's been a poor run of form. That the Wednesday Wednesday game and then come in the Watford game. Do you feel like it was the right time, or do you think he could have begun a bit more, or was it? Did he wait too long, maybe? Well. If if I sit on the fence anymore, I'll be picking splinters out of my backside. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, I've got the side for one, I've got the side for the other. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll run through it all, all in, in a bit. But for me, Wednesday away was the, was the straw. Um, just stood in the stands watching watching the players not bothered. It, I don't want to say that he didn't feel like they were buying into something, but weeks on weeks where they're not turning up, it, it's difficult. And I think Something has to change, um, mm. whether it be the manager or something behind the scenes. Um, something has to change. The results weren't good enough. Even in a league that is as difficult as it is, mm. we should we should be doing better than than we are at the moment. Mm. Yeah, I agree. We've got lots of questions. We will move, later on in the show. We'll go on to who next um, and what next for the club. I just want to say, first of all, got over 200 people watching. Make sure you've subscribed if it's watching because these are numbers we'd expect maybe for an emergency podcast, probably, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but still, thank you for being with us and, like I said, um, subscribing all that all that stuff. Ian Bradley says, hi, guys. Sally, uh, Taylor's demise was inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of the comments. Tom, was was the win? I think everybody feels like this now. I think a lot of people felt like it at the time, to be honest with you. It was the Wednesday game the tipping point because we the away form was terrible before then but mm. it always felt like we were, we were fighting against teams around us I thought it was a fight but then for me the Wednesday game was it really questioned what what I thought wouldn't happen under Matt Taylor I was really surprised I think that I think Dylan's right I think that was a that was a key moment yeah definitely um and I think it's been in I think it has been in the works ever since then hasn't it it seems like that anyway um mm. Because you know, um, it was so shocking, so poor. We've spoken about it so much that kind of <laughs> talking about it, but God, yeah, it was it was pathetic. And from there, you kind of you can't come back as a manager. You really can't. We could have 
gone to the next game and and you know I know we got a draw against QPR is the next game on it and, and mm. again lackluster if we would have absolutely gone out and smashed QPR maybe you're looking at a different mm. result but you know it's it was two lackluster home games I know I know we got a draw against Ipswich which was you know um, great but it was it was you know it was back to the wall stuff it wasn't like we were we were in control. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think we have the caliber of players to play so much better than we have been, and that Wednesday performance was so shocking that yeah, I think he, I think, I think he knew as well. Part of him must have known, you know. Um, mm. So you, you can't really say more than that. We've talked to death about how much that Wednesday performance was a killer blow for him, and I think it's not just the performance, but what he said afterwards as well didn't help mm. his case at all. He was very, very direct and to the point, and sometimes that's worked for him, but. This time, I think it was his. <laughs> I think, along with a lot of things, others was part of his demise. Hmm. Yeah, uh, a few people saying same. Chile says the last few weeks to, to Wednesday, managers have done the homework, sat sat um, on Bannon, and then leans him to both games. He was taken out of the game. That was one of the key things from that game. Um, Harry says, I feel like Tony Stewart would have been having these conversations and may have found the right man to take us forward potentially going forward. Jay Boy says the Wednesday game and the QPR game did him for did for him for Jay. Uh, set up terribly against two, uh, two the bottom two teams. Mm. Um, yeah, Mick, it's a shame because, like we said, we started the season. We were, we were, like Tom says, there was a massive amount of positivity around the place. Mm. The recruitment felt like he was in a really, really good place. If there were question marks about fitness, but it felt like the recruitment quality was very, very good. Um, we then go into the first international break, having beaten Norwich, who were won five out of the five games or something like that. This was an excellent Norwich team yeah. that we'd taken apart for. A, half the game um and then that international break whether it was the international break or something else it went it started going downhill before the injuries really started to kick in i know we've had injury problems all season but that was the huddersfield game started this downward spiral and we just never recovered other than the coventry game which was quite good but again maybe wasn't as good as the results suggest because coventry were poor um but it's just strange how positive we were to have we're now sat here now <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is, and, and like you said, beginning of the season, we were we were we were well up for it, and 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 in my view, still rightly so, with the quality of players that have, that have been mm. brought in. It, it's not about the quality of the players. I don't think it's about what they've been asked to do. Um, and 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 I think, you know, if I was looking at this from the outside as a, as a you know to another club, it, it would probably the answer to the question would probably be so obvious. Um, that you know the players have not bought into what he's what he's trying to trying to do, um, but it do, I don't want to say that because I I don't know I, I, it, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It is ridiculous mm. in a situation, and we 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 had, we had this last night on the podcast last night and the podcast prior to this, where we've essentially spent an hour talking about something and not come up with any sort of solution, not solutions, any explanation as to why we've performed the way we've performed. And I still haven't got mm. an explanation. It, 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 there has to be a reason, and, and that can only be a disconnect between what the manager's wanting the players to do and what the players are wanting to do. Um, so, look, it, 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 it's done now, isn't it? It's done. So... Um, and we can argue all day long whether or not it's the right decision, um, and, and it, you know, but the results are what they are. The performance, mm. but crucially, the performances have just not been up to scratch, game after game after game. Um, and and that is it's sad, but it, it, it is what it is that you know, with 
he's gone. He's gone. And then I think it's the right choice. Did I, yeah. waffle, did I waffle long enough then? Or do you want me to waffle? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I feel like you take it from me. We do what we want on these ones. Um, <laughs> yeah, the positives, Dylan. There, there's been some good results under Matt Taylor. You look at your Sheffield United game last season, you look at survival last season. We, do you still look on his time here as a success? For because he, I suppose, he, he fulfilled the objective in his first season, he, yeah. And no, when, when he come in, it. It was it was clear that his job was to keep us up. Mm. Um, he, he did so. I mean, we survived by six points. Um, it wasn't comfortable by any means, but um, he got the job done. But I, f I feel like he would have wanted more out of this season, at least. I, mm. I mean, he's not been helped with injuries and and everything that's happening, you know, behind the scenes. Um, it's very difficult to win games when you can't play the players that you want to put out on the pitch. Mm. Um, so in that regard, I feel like he almost did the best with with what he's been given, and he's drawn drawn the short straw this season at least. I I think injuries have killed us more than than what Taylor's given. Mm. So I, I think I think it's harsh in some ways on Taylor that that he he was he was the the man to let go because. Again, I think injuries are our biggest, our biggest thing. And any manager that comes in, they're walking into the same club, they're walking into the same dressing room with the same players. Um, mm. And look, if we've got the money to to bring in a good manager, then then fair play. But I I, I don't see it getting any better. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll be wrong. <laughs> uh, CJ says he said the ship in the second half of the season, which is true. Lack of, lack of consistency, which bled into this season, which is obviously a lot, a lot of the issues. Um, yeah, Tom, can you pick me a couple of highlights from Matt Taylor's room? We'll finish up on the Matt Taylor chat now because <laughs> he's not at the club yeah. anymore. But a couple of yeah. positives, um, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, there are obviously loads. I mean, staying up's probably one of the biggest ones, and think it's probably the main one. Um, <clears throat> in terms of individual, you know, he, I honestly, I thought he was. I thought a lot of what he he was a he was a good talker. He um he definitely spoke a lot of <laughs> a lot of what every fan needed to hear. Maybe you know a couple of times let his head get to him, but he was always confident without being arrogant, and it was kind of a nice trait to have. It was it was it was nice. Um, but you know United away, um, he, he the Blackburn game when he kind of got us back on form. Um. Mm. He, you know, even his first game, it was the first manager for a couple of years, and it's just it, it kind of brought new life into the club a bit. And mm -hmm. like I said before, he um, he, uh, he he tried to change the culture, um, which I don't think anyone's done in a while. And it it, it kind of it was fresh, it was new, and it was a bit different. And I wasn't entirely against it. I you know I, I quite like you know the the kind of style that he wanted to play. He, he nowhere near nailed it, but he really wanted to get to that point. Um, so for me, for me, his, his time here was, you know, in itself a bit of a highlight. But <clears throat> you can name so so many lows that it's it's a bit of a uh, yeah. it's a bit of a, a pendulum in that case because for all the highs that we've had, there were three or four lows, um, and it's a shame really, um, mm. just because of you know I I think everyone could see where his um, where where he was going um, and where he wanted to go with it. Um, 
And I think if we had him in League One, I think he would have been here for a long time. But I think the end goal is to stay in the Championship. We don't have the capabilities and facilities to for for us to go down and rebuild with him. So I think it's you know it's a fair enough sacking. Mm, yeah. Um, Mick, there's all, there's the, there's the Middlesbrough game. That was, I remember at the time, it was a huge weight off everybody's shoulders. So to, to stay up last season was, it was a hell of an achievement and we all felt like a euphoria of staying up. Um, we, we should, we, I know I, I, we're all right. We all, I, we're all in agreement it's the right time, but there was success. Yeah, there was. And, and, and for me, both transfer windows, January last year and, and the summer transfer window. This sounds ridiculous saying it given the position we are in the league, but I think they were both successful transfer windows in the sense that we brought in championship quality players in both mm. both windows. Um, unfortunately, most of them are on treatment table now for one reason or another. Mm. Um, but you know that that was something that that we'd we'd not done previously. Um, for, for for whatever reason. The finances being one of them, clearly, um, but but ultimately, I, I agree with Tom. You know, for, for all the for all the highs, the the lows have been pretty low because the because of the levels of performance in some of those some of those games. You know, Ipswich away last season in the Cup, Millwall away this year. You know, they, they've been desperately, desperately low. Um, and 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 that that's been the issue, you know, the Jekyll and Hyde um, nature of, of, of this team when they when they between being at home and away is just it's something I've never I can't remember seeing previously. I've been watching mm. watch Rotherham United for so for many years. Um, I don't remember seeing such a marked difference, um, and that has to be explained and. He's not been able to. He's not well. It has to be had to be addressed, and he's not addressed it, or not mm. been able to address it. So, you know, that, that, we we, move, we have to move on now, don't we? Yeah, I think Nathan Crabtree sums up quite well. The lows were real lows, right away with some of the worst performances in yeah. a long, long time. I've seen a long, long time. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I think that's the issue. We can all <laughs> we'll, we'll go back over all ground. Yeah. Um, yeah, as Andy Pierce, when I say a couple of 200 people here, make sure you like the video as well. Give us a thumbs up on there and subscribe if you haven't done already. Um, Dylan, you've done a bit of research on sort of stats on what happens next when you sack a manager, the change of managers. I'm going to go into a stat session. I don't know if that's the right phrase, it's probably not. Um, <laughs> go on, Dylan. <laughs> I have, yeah. Um, just to touch on it again, uh, when Taylor joined from uh, taking over from Paul Warren, survived by six points. Um, he's had 50, 55 games in charge and a win rate of 18%. Um, I wanted to compare it to a full season at Exeter mm. uh, and and to see what the difference was. Um, in the last full season, he had at Exeter before moving. Uh, they had the fifth most shots on target, third most chances created, second in goals per match, second highest possession and possession one in the final third and a win rate of 44% from 227 games. You can see what he's tried to do as as he's mm. when he's come in to play attacking football to sign Nombe and he's looked to to change the way that we play football. I I just think maybe he was out of his depth. Um, the players didn't buy into it. Uh, it obviously injuries didn't help. Um, 
that's where I'm, I'm going to leave the tail at all there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to cast everyone back to last season, the end of last season. Reading received a six-point deduction and sacked Ince in April. Um, if they didn't, like hypothetically, if they didn't receive that deduction, Cardiff would have gone down mathematically mm-hmm. and as the table stood. They sacked two managers that season. Blackpool went down and sacked two managers. And Wigan sacked two managers. They had a three-point deduction as well, but not even three points would have saved them last season. Mm. It's not all doom and gloom, though. Last season, Nathan Jones left Luton. Rob Edwards came in and finished the job. Um, Jones left Luton in quite a good place. Uh, Rob Edwards finished it well. When Borough sat Wilder and Carrick took over from 21st to the playoffs. So it's not out of the question that that is not going to happen. Um, but you need a good manager, a championship quality manager in to make it happen. Um, there was a Dutch study in 2000 to 2015 that found results improve the same amount regardless on whether a manager is sacked or not. Um, it's it, they they claim that it was based on luck and and, and the way a, a, a team's luck changes. Uh, I, I don't know how much everyone wants to, um, to believe that, but um, it, it was backed up by the football consultancy. Twenty first club analysed the five European leagues, the big European leagues, and found mm. that the eight games before a manager was sacked, they deserved or got 0.8 points per game. And then in the eight games after, it went up to 1.2 without you know, much changing. Um, mm-hmm. And they look back and then the first eight games where they got 0.8 points on average, they deserved the exact same 1.2 points. So it's, it is almost proven that there's an element of, of, of getting lucky and, and times changing and you know how many times do you go to a ground you walk into the new york and say oh these have changed manager this week mm. or they've not got a manager and you expect a big performance from them so it's mm. going to happen so uh, what i what i expect in the near future is a, a small increase in the players wanting to play depending on who we get in um but overall as sad as it is I, I I really I don't see anything changing unless a decent manager comes in. There's um, a book a book written by Simon Coper and Stefan Shamanik uh, called Soconomics. They found that there's a ninety percent correlation between wage bills and results. Mm, um, we're we're second bottom in in wage results. Um, so we can't expect to compete in the championship without mm. spending the money. Um, I read Paul Davis's uh, article earlier. He said that uh, Stuart came out and said, we have to act now and give ourselves the best possible chance of retaining our championship status. But without putting your hand in the pocket, uh, I don't see how it's, how it's going to improve. Mm. But yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's a very depressing thought. <laughs> and, I want to stress to everyone watching that I really don't hope that happens. I hope we find form, um, but that's that's the stats on on what happens when you release a manager. Mm. Yeah, facts are important to know. I think I think it's important to know that we've not there's not necessarily a 
fairy with the magic wand out there that's necessarily going to come in and make everything there. But it's nice to dream in it. Let's 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 now turn to the exciting part of changing the manager. Some <laughs> like it, some find it stressful, some some really hate it. Let's have a look at what next, Tom. What next in terms of who? So the names that are linked to the minute are <laughs> Wild has been mentioned. Ainsworth's been briefly mentioned, oh, but I don't think that's real. Um, who else have we got? Liam Richardson's high in the bookies odds. Nathan mm. Jones has been mentioned. Eustace is 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 out of work. Um, anything exciting in there, Tom? Yeah, I think. Well, <clears throat> firstly, I like to say that I think um, I think Ainsworth should be completely disregarded from there. <laughs> if he comes, I, I think everyone would absolutely hate it. So I think that'd be the no. <laughs> and I hope to God that he doesn't now and somebody clips that and then whatever. <laughs> I, I'd hate it so much. Um, but he, I, I, for me, it's okay. Unrealistic but ideal is probably Joe, Nathan Jones, just because I think he's on paper the best out of all of them. Mm. Uh, he can get a team organized together on a low budget, low wage budget, as I say, and can get some real fight and passion from them. Um, but like I said, unrealistic, I think. I, I just don't think he's in our wage capacity. I don't think he's anywhere near kind of that aspiration. I think he's more of a, you know, looking to take a club to the Premier League kind of aspiration type manager. I think we've seen that in press conferences because Jesus Christ, he has some confidence. Um, I think he, I think Gary Rowett is probably... My next, for me, it's Rowett and and, um, and Eustace, just because I think John Eustace was so. I think I think John will say it. He was so unnecessarily sacked from a, a from a good Birmingham team. I just yeah. I, I can't see where it came from. Former assistant of 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 Ireland, you know, he's got some experience at the top level, albeit you know Ireland. No offense, but. Um, you know he's he's pro. You know he, he you know he, he he did such a good job. Again, got him organised. He did have a bit of a wage budget behind him, and he did have some very very good technical players with him. But he is um, he can do a lot with a little, and I think that's what kind of the style we're looking for. Same with Gary Rowett. I think we're looking to see to see people who can do a lot with a little, and that is why I think we should stay well away from Ainsworth, and we should <laughs> just anyone but Ainsworth really. Um, yeah, I don't know. For me, it's the top, those are the top three. I think Rowett and Eustace are kind of on the same par as me um, in regards mm. to... I, I think they're both kind of... I don't mean to disrespect anything or anyone here, but kind of our level. I think they are two people that aren't out of our budget, aren't out of our depth. Um, but ideally, yeah, uh, Nathan Jones, uh, absolutely. I think, I think he had a tough time at Southampton, a really tough time. Mm. But I think you could see he was sort of turning it round a little bit, not really, kind of, I don't know. But he lost the dressing room instantly. And I think from there, it just it didn't go down well. Um, I think he's a big character. And that can go well with some teams, it cannot. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you have to see with that. But I'd like to say also that I think I think with Taylor, last thing I'd say on Taylor, but I think he'll go to a League One, League Two team and absolutely fly. I think he's a fantastic yeah. manager. I just think he needed time. I don't think we have that for him. I really don't. I think he needs to change the culture and change the um, change change the atmosphere of a club. And you know, he didn't. You know, he, he didn't have time to do that with us. I think if we would have gone down last season, I think he would have stayed. I think mm. he would have done something really good. But this season was his chance to stay up, and I, I he was taking us down, unfortunately. 
Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Danny's with us in the moment. Hello, Danny. Keeping some busy at work, I see. Um, through comments, in Bradley, anyone but Ainsworth. Yeah, literally. Um, I, I said this before. If Ainsworth came in, it would, I'm, I'm not sure I'd be a fan of it, but it would be hilarious to watch our fan base just just explode. Uh, I would sort of enjoy that. Um, <laughs> for, t- for 20 minutes. But yeah, for like, for like a day maybe, and then the football <laughs> would start, and then that would be the end of it. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Chris Wilder. Scott Kent says Chris Wilder. Andy P says Chris Wilder by a million miles. Chris Anderson says no way we could afford Wilder or Jones. This is the tough one, isn't it? Because Chris Wilder was, well, is, un, is unemployed. Um, he was linked with Reading. He was very close to the Reading job in the summer, who were not flush with cash and in League One. Um, the question there's, there's rumors he's been at the last two home games. Now, I, I haven't seen him there. So we we can only they are only rumours. Hmm. Um, do you think Wilder's realistic? No, I don't. I'm not. I'm, I'm not convinced. I'm not. I'm not convinced by it at all. Uh, I mean, I, I I take him, but you know, if he's if what does it say about a man who's considering taking a job at Reading? Mm. You know, and 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 I said that I don't know. I'm not even tongue in cheek, really. You know, they're an absolute shed of a club at the moment. Yeah, you know, they're the rock bottom of, of League One or very close to the bottom of League One. Potentially look at another points deduction, I think. Possibly, yeah. Um and 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 a complete absolute mess, more so than than noisy neighbours down at Swillsborough, you know, and that's saying something. So why why would he even consider that? Did he even consider it? I, I well, guess. we don't know. Do yeah. And um, it's just just a rumour. So seems like Redden. If he was willing to take, <laughs> if he was looking, did I say teams like Reading? I think they did, yeah. <laughs> you do, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Flip that. <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I, if 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 we could get him, then yeah, I, I'd, I'd take him every day of the week with that, particularly with Alan Nil. Um, mm. You know, because he's he's since Alan Nil was manager with us, he's 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 progressed as a coach a million times. You know he's he's a, he's a hell of a coach, and and Wild is more I think probably more of a bit of a man manager than um, mm. than than uh, than coach. He, he almost a, almost perhaps in the uh, in the Neil Warnock mould, um, but I, I I just can't see. I don't know. I can't see that happening with Chris Wilder. Um, I'd like it to, but I, I can't see it. You um, you would take Chris Wilder. Wilder? I don't know. I'm not convinced. I'm and not. I said this I, I said this last night, I think after we have to finish recording, that it was he, he didn't do very well at Middlesbrough. And whilst he was at Middlesbrough, he was making kissy faces to Burnley whilst he was still in the job. And then he went and took the Watford job. And we all know what the Watford job was like last season. He took it when, when they were playing for nothing for what seemed to be quite just an easy payday. Um, I don't know where Chris Wilder is at, is he at in his career. Is he looking for that kind of easy payday job like maybe he thought Reading could have been? Or is he looking to re-establish himself and push back up the managerial ladder or, or not? I'm not I'm not sold on where he is in his career, to be honest with you. I don't know. Uh, Dylan, what are your thoughts on, on the potential? Well, is it realistic? Would it be a good move? Uh, I don't think Wild is realistic at all. Um, yeah, I just don't see it happening. Um, I, I'm in the camp with Tom, though. I think Eustace would be the, the ideal man to bring in for us, um, like what he did at Birmingham. And... Uh, I think he would do well here. Um, 
but no, Wilder's not not one for me. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We should confirm or or mention Warnock, through the media, has said he's basically not interested. He's holding out for something in the January sales or February, um, (laughs) whenever that may be. So Warnock appears to be a no-goer, which is a little bit of a surprise maybe, but there there we go. who else should we pick up? Gary Rowett, Tom. He is another one linked fairly recently out of the job at Millwall. He screams Rotherham United to me, to be honest with you. He, got, yeah. he, plays, a bit of, he plays a bit of dirty football, not in the aggressive sense, but just un, not very particularly pleasant football to watch. Um, mm. He grinds out results. He gets you sort mm. of working hard. Maybe fits into our style. He's, if, if he's in our wage bracket, which I, it'll be close, but probably is. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I feel like it wasn't a, um, what's the word? It wasn't a, a sacking out of malice from Millwall either, was it? It was more of a mm. kind of like Taylor. Results weren't going their way. It was mm. time for a change. Ne- not necessarily that he's a bad manager, just that it was time to, time to try something different. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's yeah. I think out of all of them, I think probably Rowett is probably the one that you compare like to like in regards of culture and kind of wanting to play a certain play style but don't know I think it's 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 tough because you've got you've got (laughs) you've got on one hand wanting to have a play style of you know getting stuck in trying to grind out results you've got another one trying to be you know let's stay in this division let's stay in comfortably and you mm. kind of think who's got the bottle in a lot of ways as well, because that way you lean more towards Wilder, you know, who's got a bit more resilience to him, who's got a bit more kind of oomph. And in that case, you kind of want to go with with Wilder. But I I do think he I don't think he'd be bad, a bad appointment, but you've got a lot look long term when you're hiring a manager, especially at this early on in a season. It was um it, it you know, it's you've got a lot long term. I think Rowett and Eustace are probably in same regards to that, but I I personally go for Eustace just because I think the the football that Birmingham play, played was just that little bit easier on the eye, and I think and I know it might, might sound like oh I'm I'm trying to be fancy in this and what and the other. I don't think we have the hardcore players. We have the culture and we have the kind of in your face kind of Warn esque um, wanting to play play style, but. If you look at that squad and think about the players that can actually do that, you think of Rathbone, Lindsay, Hacks, maybe, if if you ask him to do that, but it looks like he's been deployed as a centre-half for the next mm. seven years until our defenders get fit again. And then from there, you go in 
you know, who are you actually kind of thinking can play like Rowett would want you to play, like Steve Evans would want you to play, like, I don't know. Um, it's, it's just weird. I feel like we're a bit more, we've got, we've, <laughs> we've gone from the play style of, of Warren and in your face kind of pressing to Taylor's kind of technical, you know, more technical uh, ability players. And we're kind of stuck in the middle and mm. we're not sure whether to go this way or that way. And I think at the minute we are going towards the way of Taylor with the squad. I think we need to maybe implement a manager who's got a bit more grit than Taylor and a bit more nuance in mm. Eustace, but also got that kind of technical ability, um, yeah. more technical kind of man management. So that's per that's personally why I'd do it. But again, mm. I don't know much about either. I, Eustace could well and truly be a big hoofball merchant. I don't know. <laughs> the only uh, thing I'd say Eustace is, is stocks quite high at the minute. Bearing in mind that yeah, the so. Burgundy this season, I wonder if he, he will probably wait out for a more comfortable job than us. Um, yeah, yeah true. Know. In that regard, yeah, you would consider Rowett more realistic then, wouldn't you? I think he's probably... I mean, I've just had a look at the um, Sky Bet and it's Wilder is the favourite now. So That's because everybody keeps talking about him being at that game, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Awesome game. Um, um, we over the next couple of days we will reference the Sky Bet and, and Bet Victor quite a lot. First of all, we're not promoting gambling. Gamble at your own risk. Gamble, you know, gamble safe and all, and everything like that. Seriously, that's not, I'm not just dismissing it. Mm. We, we are being serious by not promoting it. Mm. They are a, a, an okay guide, but don't take it for gospel because if I put a tenner on Ronnie Moore now, he'll shoot up into odds. Um, so beware of taking those too seriously. Um, I've got a couple of been, couple of comments, Mick, sort of saying, you know, if you get if you get Rowett in when he gets sniff of a better job, he'll be off. Well, yeah. If Matt Taylor got the sniff of a better offer, if Matt Taylor had been successful, and more successful in a mm. month's time, you know, say, say we were we were thirteenth, and in a month's time, Stoke came in for him, mm. Matt Taylor would have been off for a better job. And this kind of, the, the, I think we need to accept the club that we are, and we are not the be all and end all of everybody. Of, of, of the football world, we are a stepping stone. In theory, are a stepping stone for these managers. So, don't worry about them potentially leaving in six months' time, a year's time, for a better job. Because to leave a leave for a better job, I will sack them probably. To be fair, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the same with players, isn't it? You know, and if you can if you can bring a manager in and and him disappear after you know after a year of his three year contract, you're going to get some compo for it. Mm. You're going to get some more money in. So. You know, it's not whilst it's not the same as uh, as bringing on players. It, 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 yeah, and that's again, it's the nature of football that, isn't it? You know, mm. players and managers move around either after being sacked in in, in the case of managers um, or for a better offer, Alan Nathan Jones to Southampton. Um, you know, so um, you're right, Matt Taylor may well have gone had he been more successful, but. It wasn't. <laughs> no, 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 I was. Um, somebody asked me, uh, Steve Evans or Gareth Ainsworth. Well, I saw that question, you know, and that's like being asked, do you want, do you want to be kicked in the right or the left testicle, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and the answer, the answer to those questions, that, that those two questions, would be exactly the same. Neither, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Gareth Ainsworth for. Crying out loud, I nearly swore then. <laughs> I just managed to catch it just in time. <laughs> um, 
I mean, Gareth Ainsworth, I mean, please, please, no. I've, I've already got a seat booked at St Andrews next to Johnny for the Gareth Ainsworth comes. <laughs> Uh, it might be a, it might be a longer it might be a longer journey, but um, and I said what I said last night on the podcast about Steve Evans. You know, I mean, yeah, I try to think of a more backward step, but I can't. And I've tried. I've spent twenty four hours since then, and I can't think of a more backward step than employing a League Two manager. Um, well, all right, League One at the moment, but the League Two next time, won't it? You know, it, it, that's his level. Um, and yeah, he brought some great success. It's a huge cost in terms of player turnover and everything else. Mm. Um, but that's just like, we, wow. I mean, is Sam Allardyce on the list? You know, uh, we, I can have a look. Do we chuck a tenner on him to drop off some shooting balls? Well, <laughs> but but you, you know, it's 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 akin to that, and it? it's akin to Sam Allardyce being appointed at wherever he goes. You know, it's just like a. Oh, big Sam will do it. Big Steve will do it. What? No, Steve Bruce. You know that that kind of just Steve Bruce. Nobody's mentioned Steve Bruce. He's on this, <laughs> but it's, it's it's just a backward step. So for me, Steve Evans, absolutely not. Gareth Ainsworth, absolutely not. A kicking out of testicle, absolutely not. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, um, let's talk about second on the list. Currently, second on the book is favourite Dylan. That is Liam Richardson. He did an excellent job at Wigan uh, under really, really tough circumstances. Um, very, very harshly sacked. I think they were relatively safe out of the relegation when he went. Um, but he's another one of those that where you sort of go, yeah, he did really good, but he's done nothing anywhere else. So was it a one-trick pony? Is it was it special that club? Uh, what would you feel about Liam Richardson? Yeah, he's not the the worst out out of the ones that have been that have been rumoured. It's not mm. awful, but. It wouldn't be my first choice. I, I I do think Eustace is probably the man that we ought to be going for. Um, mm. Played decent decent football at Birmingham, you know, in a side that are looking to be established or or are. And if that if that's the way that we want him to go and we want him to stay in the championship and be around and stay, I think mm. signing proven championship managers is. Is the way to go, which why I think is Steve Evans would be wouldn't be smart. You know, you're looking at staying in the championship, but signing a manager whose level is League One at most. Need to start thinking about getting championship players, and and it starts now with a championship manager, mm. and hopefully we see the ripple effects. But whoever comes in, the their first job is to get through the rest of the season. Uh, I, either way, like like what Taylor did when he came in, get through the season, mm. and Stuart backed him in the summer. So I'd like to see what use this can do with mm. if he can keep us up, and then see what he can do in the uh, through the summer and, and see what changes he can make. Mm. There seems to be a change this season. Last this time last year, Tom, when we got Matt Taylor in, it was all about the up and comers. It was Matt Taylor. It was Mark Bonner. Mm. Um, I can't remember else, but there were a couple of the League One and League Two managers that were the, the forerunners and the only ones. There was no season championship managers really mentioned this season. It's the complete opposite. It's mm. only names on there. They've got championship experience, all the used to managers in the past. So it does seem like we are changing going forward and, and looking for that experience. And I think I think that would probably was the right, should have been what we did last year, probably. Uh, but I, I feel like we, we are desperate for that experience because 
we've got championship players now. We have got those players. Mm. We now need somebody to sort them out, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, very much so. And I think you, you say about the open coin, you know, if you look at the ages of Taylor compared to Eustace and um, Rowett, especially, they're all 40s. It's not like we're going for old, you know, absolute ancient people. Um he, you know, the only person that you look at and think, oh, a bit old, you know, even Richardson, all quite relatively young managers, Jones, all relatively young managers. Mm. I don't think we're, we're vying for a, um, for an old dog to kind of, kind of breathe new life, you know, kind of do the same things that they've done for the last 20 years. We, can, we are kind of, we're, we're going the way of, you know, good managers that have been around for three, four years and have proven themselves for one or two and then had one or two more like one or, or one or two bad runs of games one or two crap seasons and kind of gone off the boil and you kind of we are the sort of club that gives those kind of managers and players a chance to kind of mm. a second chance so I, I you know i don't think it's a case of um we've gone um we've gone young and, and ambitious i think we've gone more I think we, I think we're still going ambitious and just a little bit more experienced, which I think mm. is going to cost more. But you kind of get what you pay for. If we stay up, then they'll pay for themselves. Mm. Um, in that regard, yeah, I don't know. It's it's really tough to um, really tough to see which manager to bring in because you got to remember we poached Taylor as well. It wasn't like it was a free free market. Yeah. I think we've got a lot more options this time round. It wasn't like it was easy going. We had to pay a certain amount of money for someone, and we kind of came in the middle with wages and compensation for Taylor, which uh, hindsight wasn't a bad idea. Um, but yeah, it just didn't work out. If 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 the options this time round were available last time round, I think we might have gone a different way. Um, but yeah, you you get what you're given, and I think honest to God now is probably the perfect time um, to sack a manager and bring another one in. Two weeks mm. off for international break. A lot, a lot of really top quality managers, you know, without a club and itching to get back in, I'd, I'd say. Um, so, yeah, it's it's probably a perfect time to do it. But I don't think it's a case of we're going different. I think we just, we've been given a, a different avenue and we're just going that way. Mm. Um, a few other names mentioned that I just wanted to cough saying no, never. Ryan Smith says Dean Smith. No. <laughs> Somebody else said Frank Lampard as well. I mean, no. Thank you. Thanks, Frank. But Frank Lampard. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, please. No, please and thank you. Um, not that he was offering, I suppose. Um, yeah. <laughs> We could, we could go like I could read you down the list of the oh who's on the betting list on the betting list. Um, there's not a point. Uh, I, I, I think Simon Thorne's got it right. Ted Lasso is out of contact. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go for Ted. Believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Martin Burnley said, "Got to be mate Nathan Jones for him." Forget the Stoke and Southampton clubs on a downturn. Prior and post, uh, prior and post manager at both clubs. Uh, also got the boot, but at Luton he had a fifty-one percent and forty percent um, win ratio. I mentioned this off air last night, Mick. For me, Nathan Jones is if you can convince Nathan Jones. I don't think this is realistic. Let me put my cards on the table. I don't think it's realistic. But if you can get Nathan Jones to come in, I just think he fits Rodham United as much as anybody else does. To be honest with you, but why would you come from Southampton to us? But then he 
he's missed out on other jobs. There was rumours he was interested in Sheffield Wednesday. So if you're interested in Sheffield Wednesday, who are a complete mess of a club, why not rather than to win a better position with better players and a better chance of staying up? That's the sort of straws I'm clutching at with that one. Well, you don't know. And, and then let's be fair, we don't know what Tony Stewart's willing to willing to commit to this. The, 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 the prize at the end of the season is bigger than it's ever been. Um, you know, so that, that for me, that's really important. And it's, a, it's a, and, I, and I'm sure for Tony Stewart, it's really important mm. um, because it, it could it could secure it could secure the club for a few more years after um, if he gets it yeah. right. So he may well be looking to invest some of that money um, early we get for staying up. Whether that was mm. in terms of a bonus, um, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? But I'm sure that they will have their irons in the fire. Um, so you know, just wait while Thursday or Friday and nobody's been appointed, and then we'll be able to have another meltdown, another emergency podcast about <laughs> why club sacked a manager without having somebody else already in place. You know what I mean? I, I do think that is an issue, though, isn't it? Not having an idea of who you're getting in. I think having a two week break is probably good, but I think they do because yeah. there's no interim manager. And there's been no yeah. talk about them stuff or anything like that. They must have had conversations. They've got to have. Otherwise, yeah, they said went game, training or whatever. Yeah. Which is why I think Wilder might be a bit more up there than I think we're giving him credit for because yeah. you can just turn up to do two games. Absolutely, you can do. But at the same breath, you, if this is true, if this is true, which I'm not saying it is, you know, I'm not discrediting anyone in, who's saying, you know, it happened and all this. I'm just saying, personally, I haven't seen it. So I'm not saying that this is true. But if it is, you can't say that a manager turning up to two games back to back, who has been out of a job, who is a Sheffield, well, you know, he played for us. He's rather uh, former Rotherham player, isn't he? Yeah, Sheffield. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. He's, I don't know if he's still Sheffield based. I don't know where he lives now. So I, so. I don't, but I assume he is. Um, he, um, you know, you you can't expect a manager of his pedigree to turn up twice and then think um, that there's no, there's no, there's nothing there, especially the two games since Wednesday. I don't know. It's maybe you turned up a thought house on that. Yeah, no, exactly. That it, it, it genuinely could be one of four things that yeah. he's turned up. And yeah. I'm not saying, you know, um why, but you know, it's it you, you have to see. We have to see. Mm. Nathan Crabtree says somebody mentioned Carlos Carvajal on Radio Sheffield. I hope that was, <laughs> I hope it's being serious. Um yeah. Um, <laughs> Nathan, uh, John Mel says Nathan Jones is more hated than Ainsworth. The proper small man syndrome, we would fall out if he oh, rocked yeah. up. That's, that's good... why I like him, though. Yeah, he's I don't just, think he's a good character. I think he's just a, a, abrasive, aggressive little man. And I I don't <laughs> know, I'm just drawn to that. I think. I don't know why. I, 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 I seem to have missed that Nathan Jones boat. I don't really know much of him other than how successful. It was at, at, uh, at Luton. I never really sort of. Some of his Southampton interviews were were oh, funky to say the least. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, given the given the fact that he's gone to if that's if that's his personality and he's gone to a team full of prima donnas, hasn't he at Southampton? You know, he's not going to be. He's not going to get on with them. Um, <laughs> they're not going to get on with him because he's not all lovely dovey and giving them all a cuddle every two minutes. So. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. But uh, mm. listen, Tony Stewart is an astute businessman. He ain't, he's nobody's fool. You know, he's taking the tough decision to sack, sack the manager. 
he won't have just done that on a whim because that's not the kind of bloke that he is. You know, he's not it's not built his business by just doing making making decisions on a wing whim and 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 hoping it all turns out all right. So um clearly, clearly it won't be done in time for some people. I I imagine unless it's tomorrow, you know, we'll be we'll already we'll at least we'll be starting to worry about it. But um yeah, it's it, it'll have somebody in mind, I'm sure. Um, John Rell says, Mick, Nathan Jones did everything you would hate in a manager, especially if you like disliked Ainsworth. Nathan Jones is more successful, much more successful. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't, and I don't think Nathan Jones plays in a band. Um, so take that, I'll leave that as a positive or negative. I don't know what you think. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, are we comparing, and, and I asked this question in all seriousness, are we comparing Nathan Jones' side to Wickham? I don't think so. I, I, I think they are. On the scale of that type of football, but I don't think they're as time wasty. Mm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. They were always. Anyway, we're, we're getting. Uh, Harry says, Do we know if the backroom staff have been sacked? We don't know anything, is the answer. You would assume so. The rumors we've heard is that they've gone as well, but mm. that's. They're just rumors. I, I, I'd be a Well, Wayne Carlisle will have definitely gone. We, I think that's, a, that's black and white. Um, I'd be interested to know the, the guy from Villa. I wondered if, if, if we've paid a fee for him in the summer to bring him from Villa, would we want to get rid of him straight away? Because I think he's a pretty highly rated coach. And then Scott Brown's a goalkeeping coach as well. He came with Matt Tiller, but they didn't come at the same time. So again, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see if the new manager might want to bring his own guys in. We just don't know. Uh, maybe finish on this one, Dylan. The other two teams below us in QPR and the Pigs have gone for a young, exciting foreign manager. Um, in specifically the Spanish guy at QPR, and uh, Danny Roll at uh, Wednesday. Do you think that's a realistic thing, or do you think the the the, the championship experience is key at the minute? I, I think there's enough enough people going, um, you know, that that we know of and that are, that have, have played football in, in England. Um, I wouldn't be against it. But I feel like for the, for the purpose of security for the rest of the season, I think it's safer to go that way. And I think, as Mick mentioned earlier, that about the reward for staying up, I think that you know get a manager in that can do it until the end of the season, reap the rewards, and then and then build from there. I think is is the best way to go about it. Mm. Yeah, um, let's finish on. We'll have you one word answers if you had. Realistically, but budget, ignoring budget, who are you wanting to bring in? Tom? Jones. I agree. I'm going Jones as well. Mick? One up. Fair. All right. Fair enough. Dylan? Eustace? Yeah, Eustace. Uh, I've got to go with it. Yeah. Um, Simon Thorne says, how about Pep Guardiola? Pop Guardiola. Uh, <laughs> Pop Guardiola. Apologies. Um <laughs> John S says Eustace. Uh, John Rell says, I would say Eustace, but I'm a little biased, but I simply don't see him taking the job that far away from home. It's one of the reasons we got him in the first place. Midlands is not... It's that's not... Birmingham, an hour and a half. It's, yeah. It's a hell of a commute every day, that. I suppose, but... You, uh, yeah. If, if you're waiting just to live work near you, as a manager as well, as a player, I think it's maybe slightly different. As a manager, I think you've got to be able... Anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Mick, uh, Wayne says Mick with Miller Bear is the assistant. No shout out. <laughs> that, that hurts, that Wayne. I've got my interview um, on Thursday, so I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry, no, I got that wrong. Thursday's for Watford job. Uh, must be <laughs> uh, CJ says Wilder or Rowett. Josh Fletcher says Big Sam till the end of the season. <laughs> uh, Ryan says Eustace all day long. Uh, Ian Bradley says I'm sure a foreign coach would love a burnt pucker pie. <laughs> yeah. uh, Russ Turner, anyone but Lampard. Uh, Freezing Furry says Steve Evans. Josh Smith says Evans or Wilder. Eustace for Ian Bradley, so is for Harry. Um, Brian says Evans. <laughs> so, I'm not going to put jabs on. <laughs> upset people. Uh, John S says Eustace uh, the, and the first away win at Birmingham. That's got something, something about it, hasn't it? Um, <laughs> few, people say, few people saying Warnocks, few people saying Jones. And uh, Mike the Miller says, please, 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 not Warnock or even worse, Evans. Yeah. Uh, someone we haven't mentioned is the Cowleys. Josh Cras Caswell says the Danny Crowley. Um, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I think. I think we're potentially done for now, unless anybody else wants to bring anything up. Um, in the next five minutes or so, I'm, I'm open to stay on for five minutes. If anyone's got anything we need to cover. Um, it's, yeah, it's just. It, you know, we're, we're going to have a few days now where everybody's going to be refreshing Skybet and every time somebody puts £2 on something, you know, odds are going to shift ridiculously. Um, it, it, it's, we just have to wait and see. Well, wait and see, trust, trust the people down there to, to get to get somebody in. You know, we, we, the players are off for a couple, of, a couple of three days anyway, so mm. they're not going to be back in training until Wednesday, Thursday. Um, you know, we should have somebody in place by then. You would hope. Although I hope not. I hope it's Thursday so we don't have to have another emergency podcast. <laughs> well, we weren't planning on doing a Thursday episode about the international break. Oh, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, Damon Coward, Carl Robinson. That'd be a, a funny one. Bear in mind how much we all hated him for several years. Mm. Uh, but now I like him because of the podcast. Um, yeah. Uh, Anna last another emergency pod on Thursday when it's announced. Yes, we will be back whenever it's announced. Uh, so the, let's, let's, do, let's just mention sort of the rumours that are flying around which have half a degree of validity. First of all, the rumours the players are not back until Wednesday. That's the rumour. So if if there's not there's not a massive rush for somebody to, to have gone in today or even potentially tomorrow, it, there's, there's a bit of time for a bit of leeway for an appointment to come in. Um, the rumour is that something is has been done or is close to being done. I heard rumours that we've been sounding out coaches prior to the Ipswich game. So again, if 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 this is true, then that means we probably are very, very, very close to something happening. Um, but what I would say is the club, have, if if that is the case, the club have been very, very close to their chest, keeping the name there. We're, we're all talking about this. And when Matt Taylor and Mark Bonner last year, it was, we all knew it was Matt, Mark Bonner and then we all knew it was Matt Taylor. If it is close, we haven't seen that name properly come out yet. Well, other than Chris Wilde, but I think that's just people putting two and two together because he was at the games. Um, that's as much as the Twitter rumour goes or the other the non-Twitter rumours go. That's where we are at the minute. Um, yeah. I think there we go. a couple of points that have been made in the comments uh, and and on the, on social media as well is that one of the interesting facts is that nothing's been announced in terms of 
who's going to be taking charge of training. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is it's, which is, is is interesting. It's usually part and parcel of the same um, announcement, albeit we're, players are off, but we're, we're in an international break, aren't we? So that could be that could explain that. But who knows? Mm. <laughs> Bradley, I'd love Roy Keane. I'd love Roy Keane, and then I want club to put out them. Is it a Jaffa cake, a biscuit, or cake? And make Roy Keane answer it, and just watch his reaction <laughs> and stuff like that. Just that. that oh, Anton will get smacked before the end of this <laughs> week. <laughs> um, there we go. Last call. Anything? Anything else, boys? You want to mention? Yeah. Cool. Thank you all for being with us. Like the numbers tonight have been have been massive. Uh, make sure you've subscribed. I think I've seen the subscribers have gone up. Felix has been over the last hour or so. If you haven't done that, subscribe, like they've liked the video as well. We will be back at some point. Uh, it, worst case scenario, we will be back next Sunday. So if there is no appointments, we'll still do a Sunday episode next week because, well, if there isn't a manager by then, that'll be a talking point, won't it? Um, <laughs> if there is an appointment before, then the Emerge Podcast protocols and nonsense will be activated and we'll do that <laughs> stupid little intro again because it looks funny. Um, thank you, everybody, who's been with us tonight. I hope you've enjoyed it. I think we're more positive than last night, I think. So, thanks, everybody. Uh, Dylan, nice to have you back on, mate. We'll, have you, we'll hopefully see you again soon. Thanks for having me. And Tom, oh, thank you very much, mate. Yeah, thank you. It's, uh, it's been a fun one. And Mick, twice in two nights. Uh, get a miss tomorrow. Yeah. Too much. I'm tired. <laughs> lie down. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you press the buttons. Thank you, everybody, for being with us tonight. It makes them useful. Thank you for being with us tonight, and uh, we'll see you soon. And up the Millers. Up the Millers. Up the Millers. Up the Millers. It's a wild, wild shot goal. Swansea beyond Fodringham, and the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 years, Fodringham United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box to Duffy. He can hit them, and he does. Secured their championship status for next season. Do me a favor, drop me off in Rotherham. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.